Everyone dreams about living an uncommon life, but how we define that dream is very different for each of us. And for most, it's a lifelong pursuit. Welcome to the Uncommon Life Project Podcast. We're going to introduce you to people who are living that life or enjoying the journey to get there. We're going to also give you some tools, tricks, and tips for starting or accelerating your own efforts to live an uncommon life, a life worth celebrating and savoring. Please welcome your hosts, Brian Dewhurst and Philip Ramsey. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite show, my favorite show, and definitely Brian's favorite show, The Uncommon Life Project. I'm your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Brian Dewhurst. Thanks for tuning in to another amazing episode. Cannot wait to get into it, but here's what I'll say. There's been a lot going on. 2020 has been crazy. So uh, we wanted one, encourage you, and two, just say, I hope this is a refuge for you just to get a little glimpse of something different of what your life could yes. be like. Or uh, if you're just down and out, hope this gives you some encouragement. So Brian, who do we have today? What else do you want to say? We well, yeah, just that you're not alone. And uh, right. this is a great year to start something new too. We have in studio mm. the one, come on, the only Carissa Lee. From Rosie and Jean. Rosie and yeah, Jean. I'm going to do the bio now. All right. I wanted to kind of just set it up. Right. So we have Carissa. She's originally from California, made her way from the coast to Iowa, and now she is rocking a new business called Rosie and Jean with her best friend, Sam, and we are going to hear the story today. So welcome to the show, Carissa Lee. Thanks. It's good to be here. Get your mic oh, up there, okay. sister. Move it around. Sorry. I get so excited. We get so excited. We got to hear you. This is my first time on a podcast, so I apologize She's no to the masses. She's being humble. This is actually her 150th. I mean, she does these all the time. It's and true. you're going to feel In my like sleep. In your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here, honestly. I'm going to start out the show by saying that this is why we wanted to highlight Carissa and Rosie and Jean. It was a side hustle that blew up. So there's obviously complications with both. It's good and it's also challenging. There's obstacles, good and bad. Let's just say that. Yeah. So that's why I wanted her to get on the show for all those other people out there that have this uncommon idea and what if that actually worked? And then what do you do and how do you build a business around it? Carissa Lee, we have a lot of questions. Where do we start? Where do you want to start? Oh, I I don't even know. Let's take it back. So um, we could start at the beginning of November last year and um Rosie and Jean wasn't even a twinkle mm, in our eye wasn't even an idea wasn't anything right until actually just like a little less it's or a little 12 months just less than 12 months right yep right yeah. under November 17th will be our one year official oh, anniversary it's birthday, by it's the way. Good, and it's, it's crazy so i could tell you kind of how like the idea came about and then yes just where... i want to say one thing real quick so okay. for our listeners you're married yep you have kids yep so don't try to take me on a date it's not gonna happen <laughs> and you kind of had like another business yeah like another like deal like yeah. this wasn't so this wasn't, so just to give that back context yep that's good yeah um I can do that. So I have been doing social media management, digital marketing, social media consulting for six years. Um, I have worked from home um, for six years since we started having children. And um, so I've known the work at home life 
that a lot of people around the world are experiencing now that they've never experienced <laughs> before. Right. And it's like if you are a, a parent, um, it's tough. Um, it's probably tough even if you aren't a parent um, right now. It's probably really tough. It's not supposed to be this hard right. um, the way that it is. So, um, yeah, I worked from home and raised children. Prior to that, I was always very good at coming up with really unique jobs for mm -hmm. myself in ways to make money um, for the longest time before we had kids. Actually, even when we did have children, we were house house sitters and dog sitters and we made a killing like <laughs> that is where the money's at people <laughs> to hang out in other people's houses yeah and get paid for it exactly right. like screen. it got to a point where i was literally a salaried employee for a family to be their dog nanny basically oh wow um, so what's your dream hearing? life chris is a hustler yeah. She's a hustler you know, through and through. That's that's how I describe myself. Serial really. <laughs> entrepreneur. Yeah. Yes. So I've always come up with like unique ways to um, make money or have a business. And for a long time, that was house sitting. And then um, we started having children and we continued to house that. We like took a pack and play with us wherever we went. And on top of that, I was working from home doing social media management, digital marketing. So it was nice because like I could work from literally yeah, anywhere. Right. Um, and so I continued to get more accounts doing social media management. And it was awesome. But I was feeling very spread thin. Like there was only one of me right. and mm -hmm. creating content and, um, you know, creating graphics and stuff took a lot of time. And at one point I was working for like 10 different um, accounts. Yeah. And that was like really tiring. And I needed something like for a while that was like my creative outlet, but right. then it became something that I just like had to do. Well, 10 different accounts means 10 different bosses. And yeah. And 10 different voices. Expectations too. And yes, social media is hard enough. <laughs> yeah. And I like One already voice. have multiple different personalities, but like I was pretending to be all these different people on the interwebs. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm the ultimate catfish. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I, w I had been doing social media management and I honestly love it. I still yeah. love it to this day. And then... Um, Last year, and I'm still doing it to this day, by the way, I think that's important to yeah. know, um, especially like in this season as our business is growing. So last year, I went to California um, to surprise my best friend, Sam, for her 30th birthday. Shout out to Sam. I know. What? what? What's good, baby girl? How you doing? <laughs> uh, so um, I went there and I was sitting around a table at Sam's birthday party and we were talking about clay earrings and that, how they were like a very big thing in California at that time. I had never worn a pair of clay earrings or anything like that. And a friend was like, Me Krista. Either, by the way. What? Me either, by the way. Brian. Uh, that's not what I heard. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we make clip ons, by the way. Right. You got good lobes. I'm sure you get that all the time. <laughs> I, I feel like I do have good lobes. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so awesome. we were sitting around a table and a girl was like, Chris, you should see if that catches on in Iowa. Like try mm. making clay earrings. Um, I had never, I don't think I've ever touched clay in my life unless it was like in a mask form and I was putting it yeah. on my face. Um, so I was like, okay, sure. So I literally um, came back to Iowa and I didn't want it to cost any money out of my family's pocket. Like, because if Brilliant. this thing was like Brilliant. a train wreck, yep. like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jared. Like, you know, if yeah. I was like paying hundreds of dollars yes. a day into something or right. a week into That's something real... that was like just a cute little hobby that like 
um, looked like earrings that my five-year-old at the time made. You know, I just, I didn't want to do that. So I was actually donating plasma (laughs) to go buy my supplies. So I would go and I do like the hour donation. They instantly paid me and then I'd go straight to to like a store to to buy my supplies and then I get to work. Um, And so I started doing that and then... Sam was like, well, I want to try this too. Like I, you know, she's super creative and loves like sassy earrings, sassy accessories. So she started making stuff in California. I was making stuff here in Iowa. And then she's like, I think I want to do this as a business. And I was like, oh, I was kind of thinking that too. Mm. And I was like, what if we just do it together? And she's like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And then she was like, what do we call it? And this was literally like November, I think 13th. Okay. So 2019. Four days. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not kidding. So it was Came like, together fast. we need to go back. So, as you were making these clay earrings, yeah. did you know that they were actually catching momentum? Does that make sense? Like, no. Okay. No, you didn't know. No. You just said, hey, Sam, let's start a business. So, I knew in California they were catching momentum and they right. were like a really big thing. Okay. But here I didn't it, know. No, because okay. we live in Iowa yeah. and we're normally like 10 years behind the <laughs> right. times, you know? I, I, I'm wearing a fanny pack today, <laughs> folks. What does right. that tell you? <laughs> it's hard for me not to ask what the uh, perception of of Iowans are to Californians, but I won't do that. We won't even do that. Oh, Because I okay. feel like it's we good. could go down. It is? It's really good. Well, okay, then. Let's I mean, go my friends, right. um, when they were on their way here, they were like, hey, how long does it take to get through customs? Uh, yeah. uh, what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, do we like cut our hair into a mullet before we get there? <laughs> like, which is so wrong. Hard and like, yeah. you know, brought my windbreaker, which honestly I do own proudly. Shout right. out. Like I, Ankeny wind is a real thing, <laughs> but not with a windbreaker. We stop that. We stop that. Even in the yeah. derecho. Um, anyway, so. Okay. Well, that makes me feel good. I just thought it was like, hey, they live in a field with corn. Well, and- that's also that. Okay. But wearing mullets and... But now that you live here, we've got street cred in Cali. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. All Don't right, hate the going. player, so hit the sorry. game. That's right. Um, so uh, I so didn't understand. you start understand. November 13th. Basically, and you start it was like November it. 13th or 12th, something right around there. Like really ridiculous. We're talking days. Days. Yeah. And she's like, well, what would we call it? And I was like, oh, like literally off the top of my head. I took our middle names and they're cute. <laughs> And we're cute. <laughs> and earrings are cute. And I was like, well, how about Rosie and Jean? She's like, mm. done. Let's do it. Let's go. Um, And so we were like thinking of um, like starting an Instagram account. We knew exactly how we wanted to like sure. do the structure of our business, how we wanted to sell things. And um, so we decided to do an Instagram account. And I had already had an Instagram account that had 900 followers on it. It's where I sold like an MLM makeup. Mm. And I didn't actively do it, mm-hmm. but that, my target demographic was already there. Right. And so um, I was like, hey, Sam, what if we just strip this account, flip it, mm-hmm. and just like say, hey, we're having a launch on Sunday. And that's exactly what we did. Flip wow. it and reverse it. Yep. Put that thing down, flip it and reverse yep, it. Yep. yep. That's how Rosie and Jean started. And they're all MLM, so they're ready to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it was it was crazy. And so we said, hey, here's who we are. We're having a launch on Sunday. And um, here's how it's going to work. And on Sunday, we like had inventory and posted it. And then like within an hour and a half. Gone. Gone. With wait lists, like made fat cash. And what we're do like, you think at that point? Like, are you like, uh oh, 
or this is amazing. Well, I remember Sam FaceTiming me and I wish like you guys could see my face right now. Um, (laughs) And she just FaceTimed me. I answered and neither one of us just we didn't say anything. It was just like just pure shock, like of uninterrupted eye contact of just like what just happened. Right. And so we're like, well, when are we doing our next one? Because let's go like this. This is crazy. And um, I mean, since then, it has just really taken off. We're super thankful. There's obviously like growing pains and hard things um, through it all. But that was like the moment where we're like, all right, we should probably like consider doing this a (laughs) little more than a hobby. Sure. And um, so we just we continued to do launches and then we changed them and started calling them drops because that's cooler and like mm, more drop relevant. It like it's hot. Yep. That's mm. the only way we drop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we, yeah, we've been making earrings for 87 years. It feels like at this <laughs> point. So yeah, that's the story. All right. So from that moment, first day, when did you decide to drop the next uh, product? And then how do you start walking into this like product launching and yeah walking through the i would say administration of all of it yeah so i th- i want to say it was like 3 weeks uh maybe 2 weeks later because what we do this is something very important to know about our brand is first of all Sam and I are ridiculous like 12 year old boys immature we um we have known each other our whole lives but became friends in college and we're like the friends who like laugh in situations when we're not supposed to. We were in a college class together. I had to crawl out often because I was just going to lose it. Um, And so the thing about our business is all of our drops are named after a story of our friendship. Oh, that's cool. Um, Things that have like made us pee our pants that happens on the regular, unfortunately. So give us an example of one thing. Okay. So um, the very... Like the first one after our first drop was our Clue drop, Mm. and it was named after the board game Clue. That is something that we do together. Whenever we're together, we love to solve crime. (laughs) Um, Basically, detectives. I'm pretty sure that we're related in some way. You and I I cut from the same cloth. Yeah, we're soul sisters. (laughs) I totally agree. (laughs) You're my spirit animal. Yep. So um, we named that one after Clue, and all of the pieces were inspired by the board game. And uh, we told the story about how um, we went on a trip with Sam's husband. He had, like, a business um, conference, and they invited me to come so I could, like, keep Sam busy and out of trouble, which is funny. Um, <laughs> and so I went with them to Monterey last summer, and we were at um, the Embassy Suites, and we brought Clue with us sure. because that's how we were going to pass the time suites, yes and we recruited people in the hotel lobby because <laughs> oh, you can't just play with two people no. it's not good with two people no. especially if you're like competitive oh yeah and like we literally invited these two women in the hotel lobby like hey you well, like you snacks <laughs> so do we you see this board game we have here Let's picture go. your life with us solving crime <laughs> and losing and, and, um, yeah. and, so and then us beating you this mom and this daughter who like uh, I think the mom was like oh late 50s goodness. and then the this daughter was amazing. 30s okay the mom was probably 60 something anyway she looked great um, so we played Clue oh. all I'm not kidding for hours like oh, six so hours Marathon. with these strangers and finally like 
within like hour four, probably the mom was like, I get it. I get it. She solved the crime. She was like, you guys only invited us because you wanted to see who would win out of you two. <laughs> really, that's exactly why we invited uh, you. You actually debunked the whole thing. Yes. Like, you kidding. You I know. It. I think oh, you man. actually win now. I really want to play Clue right now. Yeah, uh, it was Sam and Carissa in the lobby. With two random strangers. With two random strangers. So that's and a, a bunch of snacks. Killing. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's so, a great, killing snacks and strangers. So that's like the structure of our drops. We... Tell stories of our friendship, and then the earrings are typically named, like inspired or named after something from that story, or just something with a ridiculous name. Um, Do your followers care about the story? Or like, how do you get those time. out time? Mm-hmm. How do you get those out to the followers to be able to do the launch? Through a social media post. Right. Um, okay. So sometimes it's just within a picture as a post where we like tell the story, or I get on... Um, either Instagram live or Instagram stories. And I share the story. And so what's super fun about the people that follow us is they are very invested in our friendship. Right. And we are very invested in them as well. So they like our stories, invite them into our friendship and include them. And we love them. So we started out with 900 followers and now we're at almost 7,000, um, which is pretty cool for a year. And, um, you know, I the goal is to grow slow and continue to just do what we're doing um, because we have like some really incredible women that follow us and are loyal. Um, there's one girl that buys hundreds of dollars of earrings since the very beginning, yeah. um, which is crazy. I'm like, I don't even have that many earrings and I right. make them. Right. Um, so really wonderful women. And then a lot of their husbands actually follow us. And so the structure of like how we sell things is we post our inventory on our Instagram page, say how much they are, like each earring, how much they are, how many we have available. And then people come at sold and we do it all at once. So there's panic buying. Right. Um, and people comment sold and then we'll heart their comment, which is like, it's called liking their comment if they get it. And so it's competitive. Right. It's literally it's competitive sh- shopping. Right. Auction type. Yes. Yeah. And then you see like what your friends are buying and everything. Um, so Brilliant. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then people can comment wait list. And then we see like what the demand is, what we want to make more of if we can. And um, so husbands follow us, but a lot of them won't comment sold on our stuff. They like get a backstage pass basically. Mm. And we'll just uh, message us and say, I don't want my wife to see that I'm buying these for her. Right. Um Give, is it? Yeah, give me those. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so we got like some prohibition era, like mm. earring deals going on with, yeah, with the door VIP. nobody knows about. And yes. Yeah, it's awesome. That's so cool. cool. Okay, man, you probably have, I'm asking too many questions. Well, I think to, you know, it's, I, we often talk about this, the ability to, you know, because it's like we've had the success in a year, but like you have this background of, social media for several years you're obviously personable and extroverted can you take our listeners kind of behind the scenes of how you use that experience you know to make social media decisions does that make sense like the x's and o's so to speak of how if somebody else wanted to sell a product online what are the x's and o's you kind of mentioned uh, using an existing account which is genius so that was yeah probably one of my smartest ideas I've ever had. I actually don't have a lot of smart ideas. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was a pretty brilliant idea to start off. 
Um, if you're running a business off of social media or honestly any business in general, if you're not on social media, you're doing it wrong. That is where the world is right now. Yeah. We are mm -hmm. not Especially together. Right. Exactly. We are on the interwebs. That is where we're interacting. Um, and so social media presence is key, whether you're selling something directly on a social media platform or if um, you're just trying to push people towards your business and to start that relationship and dialogue with them. Mm -hmm. It starts on social media. A lot of people don't Google things or Google businesses anymore, especially me with restaurants. Show me the goods. Right. Show me the food. Show me mm -hmm. what I can expect. Um, and that's where I become bought in. And that's where like the sales and the relationships start to take place. So whether you have like a business where you're selling something on um, social media or if you're, you just have a business, the key, the magic sauce is post on social media, be present and be consistent. Um, that's what I tell anyone who's like, let me pick your brain yeah. on social media. Like, I think there's like an element of authenticity too of, you know, you're sharing personal intimate stories of you and your friend and absolutely you know, and like that's a deep connection yeah that's making. where you truly invite people in and it i mean whether you're big corporate something or other um there are people there are relationships behind the scenes and when you can like share the story or like share a piece of mm. s a moving piece or a personal piece that plays into your business that's what people want to hear mm. right now and that's what Right. That's where they get by. The other thing in. I think, you know, obviously we're shooting this at the end of the year. It's 2020. <laughs> yeah. For our listeners. And so what has it meant to you to have this platform in really a tough year for a lot of people? Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I feel super grateful that the Lord has blessed us with this business that like just came out of nowhere. We would have never predicted this. And that's kind of the theme of 2020, right? Like <laughs> yeah. what just happened? Um and what is going to happen. Um, so I feel super grateful. And, um, you know, a lot of businesses took a big hit with COVID. And so when we decided to like really invest in our time and our efforts into Rosie and Jean, we didn't know what would happen with COVID. And we thankfully were a business that thrived because mm -hmm. of the structure of our business. Right. Because like we did a, a drop right when everything sh shut down mm. and we were like i don't know how this is gonna go yeah. i think we had 500 pairs of earrings to sell or something like that and they were like gone in 60 seconds because Holy that God. was where Everybody like everybody's panicking panic oh, yeah. purchasing because there was nothing on the shelves in the grocery stores and they knew that they could come to rosie and jean's page and actually get something wow maybe Unless it was wow. sold out, they right. could comment waitlist and then we make it later. <laughs> um, so, like, that has been amazing for us. And um, we're super grateful that that happened. Wow. One of the, like, things that has been hard in the business is there are, like, our business structure. You can see, like, it's how much we sell. Right, right, right. Um, you can see our designs. You can see that. Um, Low barrier to competition probably yeah so there's been a lot of people Dem imitators Dem imitators yeah um and honestly not all of them are imitators they are talented creatives as well but um like to see friends start to do it and everything too like honestly you have to do what's best for your family in this time right um 
to figure out a way to raise money if that's what your family needs. So there's no hurt feelings there. But that's been hard to see yeah. is like people who like supported us now doing that. But also we're all about that. Like we want right. to see people succeed and chase after their dreams. And um, especially like for the stay at home mom to find a way to make money for their family. And um, some women don't feel like they have full purpose in just being a mother. Um, They want to feel like they can financially contribute to their family. And so when women can find that, like, like we are so happy for them, even if it means they're making clay earrings too. But that is something that has been um, kind of hard and discouraging, but also like, Ooh, this is actually like who we are to the core. We want to see you do well. And there is room for everyone to win and do well. Right. Um, So anyway. No, that's awesome. I think, you know, when you look at like a Proverbs 31 woman and it talks about being the, I can't remember the exact quote of the Bible, but, you know, being with the one with the, the linens or textiles and doing the different things, um, you know, within the community. I think this year has put that in center stage. You know, not only do we need the money, but there's a lot of different ways to make it now with everything moving even more online than it was. Yeah. Absolutely. And what's kind of cool is I remember last year in February. Oh, yeah. In like February or something like that, I was sitting down talking to a friend. I've actually talked with a lot of women to like help them find ways to make money that wouldn't feel like work to them. Mm -hmm. It's something that brings them joy. And I remember sitting down with a good friend and we were like kind of coming up with this plan on what she could do. She's like, I know I want to make some money for my family. I know that I don't want it to take a ton of time away from my kids. So we started like dreaming and thinking of things And then out of nowhere, like Rosie and Jean became a business and now she works with us. Wow. And it's it's better than what we dreamed up together as right. It's becoming its own deal. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So that's pretty fun. Okay, I wanna talk I wanna just shout out to Jared. Oh Um, J Money. How's your beard doing? (laughs) He's a beard brother. He's cute. Oh, he is smoking hot. (laughs) Uh, what was That's my husband, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, so what was his like involvement, supportiveness? How did he help you get to where you're at today? We find in the uncommon life, that's a huge component of it. So I just want to give you some time to just gloat on him. Oh, I would be happy Mm. to. Jared is awesome because he's super organized and like he needs like a plan. I'm very spontaneous. If you follow the Enneagram at all, I'm a seven. I love the, the party. I don't love the boring. I like... I like not knowing what's coming, um, and that's where I, like, thrive. Right. Because I'm like, I'm just going to do all this because I don't know what's going to happen, and, you know. And Jared's like, okay, uh, (laughs) (laughs) we need to put a plan in motion. And so Jared has been super helpful, like, um, helping us figure out, like, okay, this is how much you need to – this, these are how many earrings you need to make or this is how you need to price it so that you can make this money. He keeps track of all of our finances. He – drills earrings for me oh yeah he does he um helps us dream bigger than where we're at right now because everything has grown so fast for us we have to like stay in the here and the now Mm -hmm. because um we're just trying to keep our heads above water and i do need to also give a shout out to sam because she is a hustler like she works crazy hours you know i 
for a while was working the other accounts that I had um, doing social media management and doing Rosie and Jean on top of it. And Sam was like carrying a huge load of the business. And she still does. A lot of most of our clients are in California or our customers. And um, so she has been working and spreading herself thin. And so she's just like drowning in earrings, but she loves it. (laughs) Um, And in California, you basically still have to stay home anyway. So she's Mm. been working hard because she's at home also. And that's just who she is. That's in her blood. Um, And so now that I'm doing Rosie Rosie and Jean a lot more full time, we both are feeling the heaviness and like the load of -hmm. the work that there's a lot. And so Jared has been super helpful at like helping us dream big, like think a few years down the road, what's coming right. um, so that you can prepare mm-hmm. um, for that and start putting pieces into place for that. So um, he's awesome. And then Sam's husband is also mm. super awesome. Don't know him as well, but I'm um, sure he's amazing. His name's Yasser. He also has a glorious beard yes. and mm. um, he is a lawyer. And so he has great legal advice and he's also, his family owns um, a business, a Mexican restaurant, the best one in California. And so he, his like business mindedness and being um, a business owner has really helped oh, us priceless, I'm as sure. well, because we have, honestly, we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> we're just doing it. <laughs> and I kind of like that. What, so what is your future for Rosie and Jean? Oh, I, I honestly don't even know if you would have asked me Three months ago, maybe four months ago, I knew that we were, I could tell you, well, we're starting to like incorporate new like um, materials for earrings. Like we're not just clay earrings. Clay typically is found in our earrings in some way or another, but we're now pouring resin, um, which is like a more durable um, material and like creating our own designs in resin as well. So that, and then we may, I don't know. We may offer wholesale earring pieces to jewelry makers mm. um, so that they can use Rosie and Jean pieces on nice. their earrings. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Just expanding the whole brand. Yeah. Who knows right. if that'll happen? Right. Um, but there's but a vision there. Yeah, yeah. That's the vision right now. I, I want to know. So how do our listeners find out more about you? Like how do they contact you? How do they find Rosie and Jean? Obviously Instagram. Tell us all the Yep. Handles. So we are on Rosie. Uh, we are on Instagram and you can find us. Our handle is Rosie.and.jean. Um, and you can check out our page. You can follow us. We will be releasing a website soon, nice. um, which is uh, Rosieandjean.com. And it's not live yet because we know that once we release our website, there's going to well, there's going to be more orders we have to fulfill. Right. Um, but our website will have our always in stock items. And um, so you will be able to find us on there as well. Gosh, so cool. But Instagram is where the party's at. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> I want to just say this because we obviously never, ever talk about us. But like we get to do this every day is like. Meet people like Carissa and Jared. Yeah. Help You're them. welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. And help them walk down this path of uncommon life uh, and do this in a way that is is right for them. Mm-hmm. And so here's the key points to your story. And I'd say Rosie and Jean and you and Jared and just your financial mm-hmm. picture. But first, you've got to know your gifts that you have currently. Yep. Once you have found those, you have to invest in those. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then what I love about your store, you have to figure out what your risk tolerance is. 
of how much are you willing to sacrifice? And sometimes that's financially. Yeah. A lot of times it's time. Mm -hmm. But whatever works for you and your family's budget. For you, it was plasma. That's so right. nothing. And so this is truly a blood a company built on blood <laughs> and plasma. Actually, plasma. It separates okay. blood from the plasma. But, you know. Okay. <laughs> then once you have that, you have to build a community around it. Mm -hmm. Once you have that, you need to have a creative way to build hype. Yes. Not only is that, but you have to be consistent and you have to be present and do that as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you have to make sure your spouse is supportive of the whole thing. And in that plan, we find many times, not only do you get more excited about waking up in the morning, your financial picture changes too. Yeah. But if it didn't, you go back to phase two of like, well, we didn't risk more than we should have anyway. So yep. it's a, it's a learning thing. It's a constant. Is it working? Is it not? And so that's what we do here at Uncommon Wealth Partners is we do help people step into that role and watching them get excited about their future is so rewarding. So I want to, one, thank you for being Uncommon. Two, For thanks. once in my life. Well, let's be honest. I think it's most of the time. I'm going to say, yeah. If you've listened to anything in this podcast, it's a little bit more than once. And well, so, someone's thanking me for being Uncommon. Oh, okay. Yeah. There it is. Very rare. Okay. Um, but man, I really thank you for just sharing your story. Thank you for jumping in. And yeah. I'm really excited about Rosie and Jean and the future. And you and Sam, I mean, I feel like the sky's the limit. I'm going to I'm gonna challenge you. <gasps> we're, we're playing Clue, the four of us. I want oh. a Clue game. Wait, so Sam, Sam, Carissa, Philip, and Brian. That's right. Okay, dibs on Miss Peacock. <laughs> you have her. I'm going mustard all the way. We're big board gamers here, so Philip and I are so... We're in. We're, We're in. doing it. All right. Well, it. thank you for listening. Uh, you've been listening to the Uncommon Life Project. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Brian Dewhurst. Tune in next time. Until then, be uncommon. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. That's all for this episode of the Uncommon Life Project, brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.